Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Uh, Doug Gottlieb Show in the Bonus Fox Sports Radio. This here's the podcast where we can say whatever the frick we want, whenever the frick we want to say it. Um, I got some trade deadline thoughts upcoming for you, but I want to share a little bit about a night in Vegas. Night in Vegas. So, um, I've been doing this for a minute, and... uh, as you know, Jay Stu, I have a dear friend. His name is Brandon Kristall. You know Brandon? I like Brandon a lot. He's, he's, he's the guy that has access to everything somehow. I don't know how it works, but it works that way. And so By I the have, way, I'm the opposite of that guy. I, I, I envy those people. I'm, I'm not that guy. Don't come to me for the hookups. No, I mean, if, if, you, if there's a party and you want to go to it, text Brandon, and he, I don't know, he, I just it works. He gets in. So yesterday he's like, hey, man, I got... Are you going to go see you too? I was like, well, I do want to go see you too. It's like, well, I have four tickets that I bought, and I wanted to make the idea in my mind I was going to make some money on them. I was like, all right, well, I mean, I'm not, I, do you want to make money on my seats? Because I can get them at face or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 I'll sell them to you just at face. I was like, okay. So, very excited to go to you too. So then I was like, hey, just what section are the tickets in? Now, you two is in the sphere. What is your knowledge of the sphere? Just what I've read about it, right? And then you, you can't help but 
not see it, like from the air. And once you get into town, it's it's ever present. It is ever present. Um, and but what about the in, inside? What do you know yeah, about you know, shows? You've seen the pictures, right? It looks incredibly sure. Picturesque. It also it also has that thing that that. Uh, Star Tours had a long time ago where it, it, the, the seats move with the bass as well. Is that right? Yeah, and they can oh, actually wow. they can actually do smells as well to make it smell like whatever you're seeing on screen. Like they can, and the sound is amazing. So it is. Uh, it's a sphere. The stage is kind of like in the center, but it's not theater in the round. There's only one side kind of of stands, and there's um, there's uh, a p- the pit, right, which is general admission. And then there's the 100 level, the 200 level, and the 300 level. And unlike most venues, the 100 level is actually the least valuable because after the first 10 rows, you have the overhang of the 200 and the 300 level, which traditionally would be, wouldn't be nearly as good as seats because you're further from the stage and you're up higher. But in this particular context you can see the whole sphere screen kind of above. So you're looking at the concert below and then the screen above. So my, my uh, question to him was like, hey, man, I love to use your tickets, but are they in the obstructed view with the overhang? And so we, he Googled online. It was like, no, I think they're closer than this. I think you're good. Of course, I get there and there's the overhang. And the, the issue with it is twofold. How obstructive is it, like? Well, you could see, no, but you just don't get the full effect of this gigantic sphere. You can look up, so you're looking down, like, perfect angle to look down at the stage. And you can look on my Twitter feed, like, that's as high and low as you can see. Um, And so you can see probably, I don't know, 20, 30 feet above uh, above the, the stage. And you can see some of the stuff that they're doing. But then when you walk down to the low level of the 100 seats, you're like, holy shit, it's a whole different show there, right? It's like gigantic. And the low level part of the 100 seats are probably the best seats in the house. So one oh whatever, but only the first 10 rows, because after that there's an overhang and you can't see up. Um, but there's a difference there. But it was more the point of, and, and here's, there's, there's two different levels. One, I'm a seat snob, right? I just, I don't, I, I, I don't like sitting in, and I don't particularly like paying for tickets, but when I do, they better be really good seats. And secondly, and here's the other thing, the sphere feels like a place that you're going to do once, right? You're going to play a little bit more than you want. You're going to go see a show. You're only going to do it once. So if you're going to do it once, you might as well have the, the best seats, right? Now I feel like I got to go back and go to the sphere again. But I'm, I'm super thankful for everything and gladly pay for the tickets. I just, I, I going to tell you, all honesty, the screen is it, it can be a little distracting, but it, the, the, the show is built that way to have kind of both. Uh, it was a really good show. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm the biggest U2 fan. No, me neither. But they, but they have good. like five to seven great songs. Yes. Um, they probably they sang five of them. Probably left a, they left a little bit of meat on the, on the, on the bone, if you will. Like, you know, there was no Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Um, did they play Mysterious Ways? I don't think they played She Moves in Mysterious Ways. Yeah. Maybe they did. I don't think they played She Moves in Mysterious Ways. Like, those are, that's like, those are two of the biggest songs. But. So what? Still haven't found what we're looking for. They're still doing Did that not do that. Off of Joshua Tree. Did okay. not do Joshua Tree. Because it's an Octon Baby. 
Uh, that's they they play uh, pretty much the whole album back then, baby. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yes, I love that album. And it's a, it's I and I think they do it because it's their best album that they really right the most popular album whatever. So that part is good. Um, you know, he sang a little Viva Las Vegas, did a couple other things that were pretty cool. Uh, but I do think there was like you're you too. Like, don't you have to? Don't you have to do that? He did Streets Have No Name. He did Desire. Um, he did Vertigo. I think they're at that point in their careers when they could, they need to know their place and just play the familiar stuff. Correct. Don't don't worry about the new stuff. The last ten years or twenty years. Yeah, nobody cares. Anyway, still, I, I do think it's you should put it on your list. Check it off. Go see it. Just don't sit in the one hundreds with the overhang. Good. Would would be my advice. This is good to know advice. All right. We also we have. Uh, NBA trade deadline stuff going on, right? NBA trade deadline going on, and I, I, you know, my my biggest takeaway trade deadline as of now is, um, you do find out who's going for it and who's not going for it. As the Thunder, for example, have brought in Gordon Hayward, right? and you're like, oh man, Gordon Hayward can he even play anymore? He's on the, you know, he was on the Hornets. They stink. Uh, to me, this signifies that Oklahoma City thinks. Hey, we're not. We don't necessarily think we can win this, but let's take a little swing here, right? Let's let's give a little peek of what it could look like. Why don't we go for it? And they didn't have to come up of any of their uh, mo- any of their major draft picks, and they got a guy who's a solid pro. And no, Gordon Hayward isn't the guy, the All Star who signed as a free agent with the Boston Celtics, expected to be their best player. But when you have uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander as your best player, you need spacing, shooting, and in the playoffs, you need veteran play around him. So I actually really like it for the Thunder. And to me, it signifies that the Thunder, they're just at least giving themselves a chance. Giving themselves a chance if they can. What else? Um, let's see. A selection of guests today. Can we go over who you're going to hear in the pod here? Sure. Victor Cruz. Can't wait for that one. Um Tony Pollard of the Cowboys. Mm. I, I saw something. Uh, Zeke who? And by the way, I saw something before you talk to Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. I saw something on a blog that the interviewer this week was the f- first to break the news to him that Dan Quinn's no longer a, a coach on the team. He didn't know. <laughs> he was very surprised. So uh, know that. Uh, Brandon Marshall, Bobby Wagner, wow. and your girl, Annie Agar. And she's the one who does the TikToks and Oh, and, yeah, very and popular. Very of the, popular of the weekly either college football or NFL meetings, right? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And um, if you watch football, you know Victor Cruz because, well, he won a Super Bowl, then the salsa thing, and he became just kind of a household name. And now he's here on behalf of Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Captain Morgan. What are you doing, Captain Morgan? Uh, just hanging out. They've been a sponsor or friends of, of the fam for quite some time now. And I've been doing a thing where I'm representing the fan of the year. Okay, to get my mic together. We've now been uh, handing out the award for the fan of the year and it happens at nfl honors sure each and every year and it's always a great thing right the fans of this of this game of this sport have always been eccentric they love the game um and they've always represented the nfl kind of the right way so it's good to kind of give back and give them this uh this is the actual trophy that they'll be receiving then we'll be hanging out at the sports illustrated party on saturday all where all of the fan of the year nominees will come hang out catch a vibe have a beverage drink responsibly and, uh, and do all the things. Yeah, man, it'll be yeah. fun. Um, so is Taylor Swift on the nominee list? Oh, man, she is not. Although we probably should alter the I mean, she's I mean, high on the list right I mean, now. she's obviously a famous fan, but also, like, she's done a lot. If, if she makes the Super Bowl, granted, some talk of, of the NFL paying for it, but to come all the way from Japan just to make the Super Bowl to watch her boyfriend play, like, that's, that's top of the level in terms of... Uh, fan engagement. I'm sure covering that private plane from Japan is pricey. Pricey, right? Pricey, but the NFL will do. I mean, how much is a PJ from from Japan? Oh well, was non, how, and it has to be big enough hours? to probably go nonstop too. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. I mean, even the, even with the pit stop, it's still it's got to be somewhere north of quarter of a million dollars, right. if not more. Yes, hundred yeah, percent. Yes, it'd be fun to be able to do that. Or have somebody <laughs> else. I love the I love the idea of having somebody else pick up the tab. That's it's what great. we all, so we all do. We're here yeah, in Vegas, yeah, right? Like exactly. Corbin picks it up. Corbin picks it up. So uh, is it the what about the crazy Charger fan lady? Is she on the list? Um, I th- I believe I haven't met all of them. Yes. but if I had to guess, she she's on there. I feel so like when I you met when her you last when you year. meet them, yeah, percentage of them that are a little bit off. <laughs> Ninety. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're just a little like, right. like fanatical. It's like, wow. It's you, like, wow you, and like, I love football. I was just about to say that. I love football. I adore this game. Grew yes. up playing it. Yes. Fans, players, the whole thing. They love it a lot more than I do. Yes. 100%. Yes. I had no idea you could love something so much that you didn't actually play play you, uh, yourself. What is it like playing in this game? It's uh, it's incredible. It's unlike any other game that you've ever played in your entire life. Like, you look around, and as you're warming up, you're seeing greats walking by. Lawrence Taylor, Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders, just walking by you, like, on the sidelines. You can tell very quickly as you're warming up that this game is not like any other game that you've ever been a part of. And it's just a dream come true. I remember playing on the one-way street in my neighborhood with five, six boys playing pick-up and tackle football, and you're pretending that you're in the Super Bowl. And you have that long pass, and you catch it, and you get in that end zone, which is you know the bumper of the red car, and you're like, this is my Super Bowl. So to fast forward and actually playing one and just be in it and be immortalized in it, I mean, I got goosebumps right now just talking about it. So uh, when did you know that you guys had the game won? I mean, our game specifically, it wasn't until Tom Brady, that last ball he threw hit the ground. You know what I mean? Like, you just always knew if Brady was in it, there was always a chance because he's shown it time and time again. But it wasn't until fourth quarter, he had about a little over a minute left, and he had to heave one up in the end zone. Once that ball hit the ground and no one caught it, that's when I was like, oh, my God, we just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I, it was, I think the possession before was the Welker drop, right? The Welker drop, and then after the that Manningham was— Manningham catch? No, after that was Welker drop, Manningham catch, and then—no, lies. Um, Wes Welker drop, Ahmad Bradshaw, but touchdown. Yes. Then they got the ball back with a minute change, and then the last that was the last possession. The Welker catch, it, it'll go down as a drop, but that's a hard, that's a hard catch. And— that's not really what he does. Like, he's a little fella. He doesn't usually extend for catches, right? He's exactly. a zone guy. Like, I mean, but you've seen him make catches time and time again. Tough ones. But that that one, I mean, appreciate you, Wes, for not catching that one, man. Boy, that would have been that would have changed some some things out there in the world. But, but yeah, you're used to seeing him make those catches. I've seen him make catches like that time and time again. Um, okay, so to do this exercise, look, close your eyes. Okay. And what do you remember about your winning you win, okay. confetti, everything. What do you remember about it? Man, I remember running out onto the field, arms spread wide, and um, uh, God bless the dead, but Tyler Sash was next to me, uh, a former teammate that passed away, unfortunately, due to CTE. And I remember him just yelling behind me, screaming, we just won the effing Super Bowl. We just won the effing Super Bowl. Finding a teammate to jump on. I think the first one was... Brandon Jacobs, I believe. It's a big dude to him. jump in Yeah, 100. I think he caught me, and yeah. I was like, okay, put me down. <laughs> and then I just kept waiting for the confetti. I was like, where's the confetti at? This is what you know, the moment. Yeah. And then it started to just pour up into the sky and come down. Then you immediately start looking for your family. You're like, I don't know where they're at. Did they pour onto the field? And then right within five minutes of re -requ me requesting them, they popped up. And then you just start hugging them and jumping up and down. And it's a, it's a pretty special moment. You did everything, right? You did all the daily shows. You became kind of the toast of America. Um, what was the coolest thing you did? Oh, man, there's so so many to choose from. I know. From. So pick one. Um, pick, pick one. It's like, man, years later, that was really cool. The coolest thing I did, I believe, was do. I, I had a sneaker come out with Nike, and I got to go on Jimmy Fallon and, like, sit there on the couch with him and chop it up and kick jokes and, like, made him stand up and do the salsa with me, like, that was a that was a pretty cool moment if I had to pick one. Um, okay, okay. And then if there was one thing you wish you hadn't done, like man, I wish I hadn't oh, done man. that. Um, it's not the boat trip, if that's what you're asking. I, w <laughs> I would go on that boat time and time again, over and over. 
I think the one thing I wouldn't have done. Hmm. Let's I wasn't even I going boat trip. No, I just got. You did open the. Say it. You did open the. You did open the door. Yeah, and then they went it. on a. But then they went on a boat again. He OBJ went on a boat again this year. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Know. I couldn't explain <laughs> that one. But uh, but no, we had a we had a good time in Miami that that evening. I, obviously, the uh, the media attention post that wasn't great. But we had a, we had a good time overall. One thing I wouldn't do. I don't know. I don't have any real regrets, man. I just. You know, I loved every moment, good, bad, or indifferent. Everything was pretty positive. I, there's nothing I would really want to uh, take a you know do over again or not or not do. I mean, I wish I didn't get injured. If sure. that's if that's one thing, I think all guys with injuries wish that. But but other than that, I you know I, I loved every moment. Well, and everybody remembers every moment. Uh, I mean, like you you have. It's interesting. It's like the, it's it's. I don't mean to say like your crew. It wasn't a one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. But like you literally owned. Like a year there, in, uh, in in terms of the NFL, like hmm, who, Super Bowl, who came out of that one? Like yeah, Eli, like but Victor Cruz, yeah. salsa, every like literally everybody on earth knows you. Yeah, I think uh, the the beauty of my career, I played eight years in the league, right? And the beauty of it was, I did it all. Yes. seven years i had the high i won the super bowl i, I went low. to a pro bowl and yeah. then i had the low of yeah. injury and just not you know knowing what that is and being you know knowing what being treated as from the organization like i experienced every high you could have and every yeah. low you could have and i'm grateful for that because there's guys that have played 20 years like you got to play 20 years to get that type of experience yeah. and i did it all in such well, a the, the, amount of the time. other part was i thought you did such a good job of putting yourself out there, yeah. people also know your personal story. Yeah. Right? Which and, and once they know your personal story, it's a completely different connection with fans. And Absolutely. Speaking of fans, the Fan of the Year Award is what he's what uh, Victor Cruz is here for. Uh, and of course is presented by Captain Morgan. He'll be presenting that at uh, at the NFL Honors. Correct. NFL Honors today. Yeah. Anything else I need to get? No, I think you hit it all in the nose. Saturday will be at Sports Illustrated. All the Fan of the Year nominees will be there having a good time and drinking responsibly, obviously having a toast with Captain Morgan. Nice. Appreciate you joining us. No problem, man. Thank Thanks, you. Man. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. 
Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. And we are pleased as punch to be joined by the running back for the Dallas Cowboys. He's Tony Pollard. Tony, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, man. How's your foot? My foot's good. Yeah? My foot's good. All, all healed up? All healed up. Uh, what is it like to be a cowboy from this standpoint, right? Somehow we've gotten to this place where probably more than half the country cheers for, <laughs> expects you to, uh, celebrates your last defeat whenever it is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What is that like from a cowboy's perspective? Um, as a cowboy, you, you have to be a true professional. Um, and you have to be able to, you know, block block a lot of the noise out, block a lot of the talk out, um, the rumors, everything. Um, you have to block it out and just and just lock in and focus on the task at hand and, and what your job is, and and that's really the the best way to, to be a Dallas Cowboy. Because if not, you'll get lost in in all the media and all the attention, and then. Yeah, but it is want. different than anybody it's else. Very different, right? I mean, like you know, every team except for. Whoever wins Sunday loses their last game. But when the Cowboys lose, and look, I, I'm a minute, I get, I get in it, into it too. You're like, for some reason, I is it the Cowboy fans? Is it Jerry? Is it the star? Like, what is it that makes people actually root for your guys' downfall? Uh, it's the star. Um, it comes with having that star on your helmet, being a Dallas Cowboy, um, being America's team, you know, so – Everybody's cheering for you, but it's, it's either they love you or they hate you yes. once you're a cowboy. It's no in-between. There, so. is, there is definitely no in-between. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you real quick about the Q Collar. Mm-hmm. What does that thing do? Yeah, I've been, I've been partnering with Q Collar for about two years now, and um, it's basically just me prioritizing my brain health and, you know, any way that, you know, I could increase the longevity of my career. You know, I was all for it. Um, you know, it just sends a small amount of blood to your brain to, to surround your brain and keeps it from moving as much on impact. So it's kind of like another uh, layer of protection for your brain. So have you worn it? You wore it practice too? Uh, in the games. You only wore it? Only when I'm contacting, making hits and things like that. So have you, do you notice a difference? Night and day. Um, just in being in the games, playing before I got in touch with Q Collar, um, taking a big hit or something like that, and then you get up, you had that little ringing feeling in your head. But eventually it goes away. But since I've been with Q Collar and been wearing them every game, I you don't have that feeling anymore. Um, okay, you you got your franchise tag deal last year. Mm-hmm. So what's this offseason look like for you? Um, grinding. It's gonna be a lot of grinding. Um, especially since I don't have to, 
you know, worry about rehab Rehabbing and trying like to get back to square one so I can actually get better and, and progress my game. So I feel like it's only going to go up, but it's kind of early to tell right now in free agency since the season is, is technically still going on. So I feel like after the Super Bowl and, and free agency gets going, then we'll have a, a clear picture. If I was to give you a percentage chance that you're a Dallas Cowboy next year, what would the percentage chance be? Uh, I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, they didn't say, like, you know, Jerry didn't call you. Know, uh, I, Tony, I can't. I, I can do a pretty good Jerry, but I can't do it right now for whatever reason. I mean, we talked. We had our exit meetings. Yeah. Everything sounded good. It sounded like I'd be back, but you never know. You never know? It's, it's a business. You don't want to give it a percentage chance? No. Nah. Because they can franchise you again, right? Yeah, they could. They, they can franchise you again. Why are guys so against the franchise tag? Because, like, for you last year, it's like $10 million guaranteed. Yeah. Granted, is it because there's no long-term it's just it's the it's the sport that we play. Um, nothing is promised. Nothing is guaranteed. You know, we can go out there one play, and, and it can be the last time we ever play again. Um, we can go out there. It can be a practice. You can take a hit and, and be paralyzed and never be able to walk again, those type things. You have to keep that in perspective and, and just that anytime you can get that security long, long term, you know, sure. that's, that's the goal. Well, there was obviously along your deal, there were other deals as well. Uh, a bunch of running backs up contract-wise and a lot of discussion in the offseason. Do you guys have, like, a group text? Like, all the all the star running backs, you guys, like, on a, on a group text? Like, man, I got, we all got to get our money? Yeah, it was one point in the season we had a had a group text going on. Really? We did, yeah. And did you did you have those numbers saved? Like, or who dis? Did you know whose numbers they were when you popped up on it? Oh, it was just Instagram, DMing each other. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Tony Pollard joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I want to ask you about the Niners mm-hmm. because you've seen them up close even last year when you hurt, you got hurt, and, of course, this year. It does feel like since that game where they destroyed you guys, like the, the, the Ravens game kind of exposed something. They haven't been the same since they got their ass whooped by the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Right? And people are running on them a bunch. What is it about their defense? Why can you run on them, and what, what are the, what's the weakness to that defense? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what the what it is that they're doing. Um, honestly, I haven't been locked into the game since we've been put out. I hadn't watched football, um, so I heard that. Like I heard, yeah. like you didn't know Dan Quinn got I got. Had no idea. So you just you shut off your phone. You're just I'm I'm chilling. I'm 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 away from it. Mm-hmm. And that's a mental thing you do every year or just this year? Uh, this year. Why? What led you to do that? Just you know, just trying to protect my mental. You know, keep everything everything positive. You know, not letting too much of the noise get to you. So how do you do that though? Like the rest of us are all addicted to NFL news and our phones. I how mean, do you do it? You don't realize it until you do it. That like you really could do a lot of other things than be on your phone. Um, it, it definitely it makes you be more present in the moment, wherever you are, wherever your feet are. You're in that moment. You're not you know worried about what you're gonna do after you leave here or who you about to see or any of that, you know, it's you actually in the present. So, like, w- tell me something you do d- you do that you wouldn't do if you were on your phone worrying about stuff going on at work? Um, just, it just, I don't know. I feel like it just, it mentally, it, it takes away from being in the moment. And so social media is not, it's not real life. It's, it's social media. Yeah. So. So okay, so are you you're not gonna are you gonna watch the game Sunday? Yeah, I watched. Okay, uh, home or go yeah, to a party home. by yourself or with, with people over? Um, I might have a couple people over, but it'll be a chill, chill thing. Now, when you watch a game, what's that like? Like because I mean, it's so different your perspective. Like, can you watch the game as a fan, or are you sitting there and your brain is working on on overdrive on things? I mean, I definitely can watch the game as a fan. This year was just it was hard with the way that we lost. 
you know, I feel like we were a much better team than what we displayed in our last game. And for us to go out like that, it was just tough. And I feel like we could still be, we could be one of those teams playing today. No question. I think that that's probably, that was the most surprising game of, of the playoffs. You're down big at halftime. Mm -hmm. What was that locker room like? Um, honestly, we, we knew we had to fight. We knew we could come back. We just, it was too little, too late, almost at that point. Yeah, it was. And you guys finally started scoring, but they kept scoring as well, and they just had had too much momentum. Again, this is, it's called Q Collar from Q30 uh, Innovations. Q Collar from Q30 in Innovations. And you check these things out, and can high school kids wear these things? Yes, indeed. High school kids can wear them, middle school. That's awesome. Well, Tony, listen, we can't wait to see where you're playing next year. I think it's very likely to have a star on the side of your helmet. But we'll say, as you said, it's a business. We'll never know. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Stug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, he's won a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. He's Brandon Marshall. He joins us here on the DG Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I do want to ask you about the Broncos. Yep. Talk to me. So what's your? how would you contextualize this season? Oh, man, you know, um, that's just a season full of ups and downs, ebbs and flows like most seasons go. Um, you know, starting off one and five and then, and then ripping out, you know, I, th I think maybe five or six wins in a row. You know, Russell showed some improvement, but clearly it wasn't enough exactly, especially for what he was paid. And, you know, Vance Joseph and the defense, you know, looked terrible initially. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Then they started getting turnovers, right? You yeah. know, started only allowing 17 points per game. They were playing really good. But that, that, that loss to Houston and um, the next loss, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it, that killed the season. That, like, basically derailed the season because of how sure. they started. And so, you know, Sean Payton's coming in trying to change the culture. Um, and then I, I guess he just feels like, you know, Russell just didn't fit his, his, his vision. So, you know. Do you agree? I don't agree. I think, I think, you know, Russell is still serviceable. It's 26 and 8, right? 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. I think he's still serviceable. You know, the grass isn't always greener. The problem is the money. If he wasn't getting paid $250 million, that, that wasn't his contract, I think they could have decided to work with him. But, you know, the money, they got to cut that down to try to, you know, help build the roster and no get question. more talent on the team. Yeah, but it, there is something there where he just doesn't think ultimately, like, yes, it's a lot of money, but if he was that good, yes. he'd be worth that money. Absolutely. So there is something. And Sean has earned it with all of the success he has in New Orleans. On the other hand, there's a little bit of Gruden to it, right, where – you know, Gruden at the end in Tampa, he couldn't ever decide on a quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of the same thing. He kept kind of going through quarterback after quarterback after quarterback and and uh, and never found happiness and ultimately got fired because of it. Okay, yeah. so what type of quarterback would make it work in Denver? You know, obviously he's looking for a gunslinger, you know, somebody with, uh, you know, obviously a little younger. Um, now, not saying Russ isn't mobile. But I think Sean wants a guy he can mold up from the ground up. You know, uh, he wants one of them, one of them rookie quarterbacks. I'm not sure if they'll be able to move up from 12 to, to one or two. You know, that's that's you know going to be a big ask. Um, so I think he wants somebody that he can mold himself. And you know, obviously, you know, he had a, a lot of success with Drew Brees in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But you know, if he can get one of the top top gunslingers, even if he can get a Jaden Daniels, maybe that could help. But if they can't move up in the draft. You know, what's next for him? Is it like, do they try to go get a Kirk Cousins? You know, what, what is the thought process with that? Uh, I can see that being a, a, a solid move for, for Denver as far as, you know, making the playoff goals, but I don't know. What happened to San Francisco's defense? And it's they were, terrible. They were crushing everybody, though. It's, and then they go, into, they go into Baltimore, get smacked around, and it, I don't know if Baltimore exposed something, if they lost their confidence. What, what, 
It has been terrible. What's gone on? Well, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's the defensive coordinator. I think it's Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes has historically hasn't been a coordinator that sticks around for a long time. He bounces around, yep. right, because the same defense with essentially the same nucleus uh, were great with Robert Salah, were yep. great with D'Amico Ryans. Yep. Only change is is Steve Wilkes. So sure. I think it's 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 probably the way he's coaching him. It's the, it's, it's the cause. It's the lack of the adjustments. It's so many different things because they have a great – if you look at the roster, it's great talent. All-star team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's no way they should be getting ran through like this. Um, the the Chiefs' defense is young, and they really, really fly around. Defense player, defense player, what do you like about the Chiefs, what they're doing? Man, you know what I love? Because it, it's not a star-studded defense, right? But they're playing sound. They play with technique, you know. Uh, you could tell they practice, and they, they focus on the details. So, you know, Steve Spagnola, he's doing a fantastic job with that defense. Chris Jones, obviously, is, is uh, the big name on that. But the way they play – with technique and sound, they play together. Man, they don't make a lot of mistakes and um, not a lot of mental errors, or, you know, in their in their group. You mentioned gunslinger. Mahomes used to be a gunslinger. Now <laughs> it's like he's decided, all right, I, I don't have those dudes anymore to go out and make plays. I'm just going to play smart, yeah, right, and not yeah. turn the football over. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an amazing thing. Guys don't usually do that when they have early success. They don't change what they've done, but it does feel like he's changed and refined. He got even better if that's possible. Yeah, and that's what makes him great. And obviously, man, we have to give some some credit to Andy Reid. Sure. One of the GOAT coaches that we don't really give enough credit for, in my opinion, he's done a great job with a lot of quarterbacks. So the, the work he's done with Patrick Mahomes, man, it's been fantastic. And Patrick Mahomes, is he's that great, man. How do you go against him? You, you can't. What do you remember about winning the Super Bowl? Ah, uh, man, it felt like a movie. Okay, so you woke <laughs> up, you woke up and... Um, what hotel were you staying at? Do you remember? Nah, it was some weird hotel in <laughs> in South Bay. I, I don't know. It was it wasn't great because when we when we played in New York against yeah. the Seahawks, yeah. we stayed in a lavish hotel. Right. This hotel was more motelish, you know. But hey, really, we, we were focused. Yeah, it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice at all. I'm not gonna lie to you. For real, <laughs> it wasn't nice. Nah. Okay, but, well let, let's go, let's go to New York yeah. because let's start with the bad one, okay? Because New York one smiled out of hurry. I mean, really, the first snap of the game was I think the thing got bad in a hurry. Yeah. I remember doing that doing that broadcast thinking. Um, leading up to it, and I was like, you know, we're talking about Peyton in the offense, but man, defense usually wins these things, and that defense was nasty. And you guys, you could never really get a rhythm offensively based upon their their defense, which ironically is what you guys did yeah. when you won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Cam in that offense came in; he was the MVP, yeah. and they could never get on on track. Yeah. But why do you think that? Like the, the cliche, defense wins championships is there for a reason. But why don't we pay attention to that as media? Well, because it's not the flashy, right? What the flash is, the offense, the touchdowns, the quarterback, the receivers, right? That's the flash, and that's what sells tickets. But the real substance of everything is in that defense, and which is why Kansas City is back in the Super Bowl again, even though their offense is a high-powered, right? So, you know, real football heads, right, real guys who know football understand, okay, look, this team has a chance because of their defense. They're not flashy, but their defense is solid. So... You know, the media should start paying more attention and giving, you know, defenses more credit. Well, even when you guys won it, right, the story yeah. was still Peyton, yeah, right? And it that was. became his last game. Yeah. How do you guys handle that? And, like, look, Peyton didn't start the whole season. He didn't have a great year. Yeah. He didn't have a particularly good game, right? The right. defense and even the special teams made big plays in that game. There's still egos in that room. How would you guys handle that? Man, we was happy. Because yeah. here's the thing. The night before the, the game, right, DeMarcus Ware and Peyton Manning got up and spoke to the team. DeMarcus Ware was in tears. Peyton Manning, emotional. Literally, I'm looking to my left and my right, and like all my teammates was like, yo, we gotta, we gotta get one for Peyton. We know it's his last game. And that gave us an extra boost. Yo, I, I'm a, I, you bringing me back because it was a real emotional moment. Right. 
And I've always tell people and, and kids I mentor that, you know, when you do something that's bigger than, you know, than yourself, sure. I feel like you, you got an extra push. You go a little harder. You, you want to do a little more. And so we came into that Sunday say, yo, we got to get this for Peyton, man. And we got to get this for DeMarcus Ware. This is probably his last chance as well. So, man, it was, it was truly amazing. And um, going back to what you said about Seattle's defense, John Elway saw that game and then got the blueprint. So the next year, what did he do? Signed T.J. Ward. Signed Akeem Tlaib. Signed DeMarcus Ware. He understood, and then we got a championship. One of the filthiest defenses ever, and no fly zone as well, right? And yet still probably doesn't get the credit you guys deserve because Peyton was your quarterback, and and that is the the way it works. Um, Who do you like Sunday? I I, I can't go against... I can't go against Patrick Mahomes. I can't either. There's no way, you know, right. especially with how San Francisco defense is playing. I just can't go up against. I can't go against them, so I got to go with Chiefs. And I, I hate the Chiefs, by the way. I'm, I, I'm of course, of course. <laughs> I know. I, I understand, but you're sitting there going, like, am I really going to say this dude who's played six seasons now, been in four Super Bowls, right. and you know, when he had any sort of offensive line play, he's won. Yeah. Against a guy who like is a great story, but we have not seen him on this level, Mm-mm. and really, Brock Purdy hadn't played well in probably five of the eight postseason quarters, and this is going to be the hardest four quarters of his career. Toughest. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, man, thanks oh, so much for having, no, for you, coming man. on. Yeah. Really appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, let's welcome in. He's he's kind of last of the Mohicans, really, not just uh, obviously one of the 32 uh, men nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year, but like the Legion of Boom has slowly but surely kind of started to get older. A little bit. Older. A little bit. But you're the last still bringing it, still doing it. I mean, you know, I try to take care of my body and, uh, you know, see how long I can make this last. What's the secret? Uh, not taking that long of a break. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, not taking a long break, making sure you're working out, keeping your mind fresh. And, uh, yeah. Just so not, not taking that long a break means when do you get back after it? Uh, I would say, like, a week, week or two, but it's not like I'm. It's not like I take that week and I go straight into like trying to squat as much as I can. It's like slowly um, doing different things like basketball or whatever. Right, right, right. So uh, this is I, I, again dissimilar, but but similar. Okay, so when I stopped playing basketball and started doing broadcasting, mm-hmm. I that was when I first started kind of getting addicted to coffee. Okay, right? and then you get into like February and March. And I'm having four espresso shots and a drink. Uh-huh. So then once I get to, like, April, May, when college basketball's done, I'll go, like, a week or two weeks, cold turkey, no coffee. Really? Yeah. And then kind of start over for the next season. You know what's crazy? Yeah. I did not drink coffee until about two years ago. And now? Now I'm just a coffee drinker. <laughs> what kind, what's, your, what's your drink? Uh, I'm a latte with oat milk with uh, caramel. I was a, um, what was it, macchiato? Yeah. But that's, I ordered, that's, I, that's, you know what that is? That's the gateway drug. That's what I'm saying. That's I, the gateway drug. I, I ordered it one time, and somebody was like, that's what you're drinking? Yeah, that's, you just must have started. I'm like, all right, let me, yes, it is let the, me get good. It, is, it is the gateway drug because it mixes, it has just enough coffee taste, yeah. but you mix it with whatever milk you get, right. and then the caramel, and it just hits you right. That's you're what like, I'm saying. man, this is great. Whereas if they had people just drink like black coffee, oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, nah, I'm never touching this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm working my way up. I got, I got a doubles a couple times, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. working my way up. Yeah, once you, once you start to get to like the three and the four, you're like, man, this is getting, this is getting a lot. And then if yeah. you brew your own cold brew, now you've completely crossed over. Right. You're like CrossFit guy where For you just sure. start talking to people about coffee that don't yeah, care about coffee. Yeah, 100%. I'm not, I'm not that level yet. Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner joined us. You said, hey, man, don't sit me in front of this Niners helmet. Yeah. Okay, nah. but let me ask you, though. Like, that defense on paper 
Uh, they're great. On on paper, Greenlaw yeah. and oh man, another linebacker. The linebackers are I dope. The and then you have Nick Bosa and um, they have dudes all over, all over the place. But since Baltimore, it's like all of a sudden they're vincible. That all of a sudden you can run on them, you can score points on them. I mean, what's happening in that defense? I think it's just it's it's playoff football. You know, uh, teams. Understand that if they lose, they go they go home. You know what I mean. And so, um, you know, obviously the teams always have different areas that that can be attacked. Um, a lot of teams are running the ball on them because they also know that if they try to drop back and pass, those guys will get sacks, and that sacks change the game. And so, um, a lot of times teams think running the ball is the way, but once they stop the run and put you in passing situations, it's, it's tough. So, um, they're they're a scary defense. How do you sure. defend Mahomes? Um, you you try to make sure those off the script plays don't happen as much because those change the trajectory of the game, and I think that's the biggest thing. Don't let the off the script plays change the trajectory of the game. Um, I want to talk about the Walter Payton Man of the Year award because you've won a lot of awards for your works on the football field. Mm-hmm. Take take me through the process of what you've been able to to create off the football field. Um, yeah, man, I think it's just. Uh, I think when we get in these positions, uh, we're so blessed into being in a position to give back. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. So every every off season, every year, I try to find a way to give back, and um, you know, nationwide, and and the, the Payton family um, felt that it was it was pretty cool what I was doing. And I think you know, what nationwide's been able to do to, to I think this ten year partnership yep. with them, um, you know, being able to expand the things that all of us do off the field has been a blessing. Let, let's let's circle back to the, the Legion of Boom. Um, when we look back historically at that defense, uh, what what are the things that make it special, right? Because again, in I'm, I was born late '70s, right? So the the three defenses that come to mind would be yours, '85 Bears, mm-hmm. 2000 Ravens, yeah, and maybe and maybe uh, the the Broncos, the year they won it. Um, not the year that you guys beat them. Maybe. The year they won it, that was a pretty dominant defense as well, right? They, they did okay. Okay. Yeah. But what, from, from a guy who was there, what should we remember about that defense? I Why think, was it so special? I think it was the characters, um, the guys that played on the team. Uh, I think it's the scheme, what we were able to accomplish within that scheme. And I, I can honestly say, honestly say that there was a lot of guys that were at the top of their position. Um, when you look at Cam, you look at Earl, you look at myself, you look at Sherm, um, uh, Mike Bennett, KJ, Cliff. Uh, obviously, I'm going to miss some guys, me, Bang. Um, a lot of those guys, I would say, would be top at their positions just because of all the hard work that they did. And then just, you know, we did something I don't think people haven't done. We, they didn't, a lot of teams didn't score on us. Um, we were just able to do much respect. Troy Palomalu. Troy yes. Palomalu. I've yes. never met him. I just saw him. You want, I need, you, I wait, 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 sure wait. Hold on, hold on. That I, meet I know him. Troy really well. So, so I, I coach his son sure. in AAU basketball. Yeah, I need to make and sure I, I as shake good his hand a dude sure. as you've ever met in your life. That's all I heard. Like I crazy. Heard a lot of amazing things. What, all you guys are crazy in that on the football field, you literally try and kill kill dudes. For sure. Like a guy like him, he like he's a crazy man. 100%. And then off the football field, like couldn't be a nicer guy. I mean, there's a, there's a, um, you know, kind of like. A switch you yes, have to have. Yes, there's a switch. You have to have it um, because you can't be like that all the time. Do you ever leave the switch on when it shouldn't be on? I'm pretty sure I have. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have in certain situations. Or I turn it on when it should not be on. 
Um, but yeah, you have to have that balance. When is it time for you to go, hey, I've accomplished everything I need to accomplish? Um, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I think there's some things out there that I want to do. Obviously, I, I would love to get back to that, uh, to get back to the Super Bowl and um, experience that again, hopefully win it as well. I think that's the, the biggest thing. Okay, remember, this is the, the, the most prestigious off-the-field award probably in all the sports. Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, is presented by Nationwide. Of course, Nationwide has donated more than $2.3 million to charities, causes uh, represented by these nominees. The Walter Payton Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide will be announced during the NFL Honors Broadcast Thursday. That's this Thursday. That's tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. And, of course, then honored uh, during the Super Bowl it's, itself. Big night yeah. with, the, with, with the Honors Award. Like, you got the special suit going or what? Uh, I got a nice suit. You know what I'm saying? I always got to dress good. All right, we got to get you an intro to Troy Palomalo. Outside, outside of that, man, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you it's so much. absolutely an honor. Appreciate you. Bless you. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, you know her and love her from her both college football and NFL weekly update, weekly meetings, Thank right? You. Yes. Weekly meetings. Whatever She's in Agar. She joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. She's a college football and NFL insider because she actually knows what happens in those private secret meetings right I where like to think so it, it is um okay so this year i think have, who'd you have the most fun with this year gotta be arthur smith i made so much fun of arthur smith this year and now he's uh Steelers, so i can continue that to make fun of him i just was so he made it so easy because he he just he does the opposite of what you think a normal person should do and that's that's what you could count on for and it was great content and i was actually really sad when they fired him because that was the majority of my Falcons content was Arthur Smith. Well, um, but the Cowboys can still be the Cowboys, oh, right? Absolutely. So they're the they're the most fun. They're my favorite. Yes. You know when you like make fun of somebody and they give you a reaction so you do it again? That's the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. They always give me a reaction. It's a weird though to not be able to make fun of the Lions. It is. It's it was so very weird. weird it right? was very weird. And I'm not that I didn't try to because of my brother obviously. It was, it's fun to make fun of them. Um, but it was it was weird, especially being a Packers fan in that division. That was my go-to was Detroit. And it, was, and it wasn't like the same way I make fun of the Bears. It was like a depressing, sad way that I would make fun of them. Now, I, I didn't know what to do. I genuinely didn't have like a happy expression for Lions fans. So yeah. this was a new one this year. Uh, okay. Um, uh, what about the Chiefs? The Chief, the, I, I feel like the Chiefs, the fans have gotten to this place of arrogance mm -hmm. where at some point there's going to be a downfall and we're going to all pile on. It's like, it's like the Patriots. Yeah. It's exactly like the Patriots this year because we had that dynasty. That's why I don't want the Chiefs to win because I don't want another dynasty in the NFL. P Although I did talk to some players and they said, yeah, but think about it from the players' perspective. It's great because they can teach these young guys like Travis and Mahomes have been here already. You teach guys like Rasheed Rice what it's like to be in the Super Bowl. Like the whole the halftime show, you get an extra 30 minutes and all that kind of stuff. So it's great for the players. Terrible for the fans. Hate every second of it. I did not want this Super Bowl. I wanted Ravens-Lions because I wanted an underdog to root for and I wanted to see Lamar play in a Super Bowl. But nope. We get the Chiefs 49ers. Um, is there any truth to the rumor that your big get this postseason is going to be if Taylor Swift will follow you? <laughs> I mean, I did, somebody gave me a friendship bracelet here. So did they? I have a work for Travis Kelsey. You know, I'll give her, I'll give her a friendship See, bracelet. See, I actually think that Risen Up Taylor Swift is like, it's kind of a baller move and it should be <laughs> more uh, well regarded by. Uh, mainstream America, like why he, is it not? Why do we? He's got game. That was that's a huge I, game. That's what I'm saying. Like the reason that guys do all this stuff is to be able to ask out women that are, you know, 
above their pay out grade. Out of their league, yeah. Out of their league. He outkicked his coverage on this No one. question. Big time. Right? I mean, like, literally the most famous woman on the planet. Yeah. And I, he just, like, hey, I'm a, right. on his podcast, like, hey, I'm going to ask her out. How did he even get her attention? That's a... I mean, it was the bracelet it was because thing. Of, it, because of the podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. That's and impressive. Somebody, he uh, is... Uh, he's he's helping men out there that think they don't have a chance. Granted, a lot of men don't look like Travis Kelsey. But right. We don't look like him. We don't have his bank account. We don't And we play don't play, like play for the Kansas City. <laughs> but everything Outside else. Outside of that, he's every- just like every other dude, right? <laughs> Absolutely. He is. Here's the thing he is. He is better looking now than he was in college. Yeah. Right? Oh, but have you seen those pictures? Right. Terrible. He right? looks like he looks like Jason Kelsey if he ate Travis Kelsey. Yes. Something, yes. Something weird's going yes. on there. Yes. But good. I mean, he found a mirror. Bad hair. Now he found a mirror. He found a mirror. Now he's paying for a good fade. Right. right? He's got right? the beard. Right. He's, uh, the beard's a little overgrown now. Like I think there's got to be. A, you'd think there has to be a, chin, a trim before you know, the game. You know who I compare him to? Have you seen the movie Frozen? Of course. Okay. You know the guy that owns the shop and he goes, "Woohoo! Big summer blowout." Yes. It's that guy, but if he had Riz, that's what that's what Travis Kelsey is. <laughs> All right. The Norwegian shop owner. Yes, I know the Nor- Norwegian. Riz. Norwegian shop, uh, yeah. shop owner. That's a yeah. very, very good call a, a, out of you. Thank you. Um, okay, now college football. Yes. Going to be some new challenges because you made you had, did a great job of making fun of Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Now he's gone. Gosh. No Saban as well. Like, this is weird. And he's, like, gutted the University of Michigan, which is great for me because I hate Michigan. But, yes. uh, yeah, tough turnaround. I, that's coming off a national championship, which may or may not be vacated. TBD. Um, <laughs> it's, I think it's going to be a very different year this year. I mean, the kind of the conference changes and NIL and the transfer portal just changed so much already. I think eventually we're just going to have two massive conferences and nothing else. That's very. That appears. What do you to think be, about that? Is that going to be good or bad? I think, I think it's bad. bad. I think it's bad. I thought the kind of regional conferences all worked. Yeah. And our conference For is better than your conference. Our region yeah. is better than your region. And. Now it's just the region that'll give you the whatever the most the most money is. Yep, it's all. But but you do get to at least in those initial conference meetings, you get to in your own uh, beautiful way in your in in your TikToks, um, you get to present how awkward it's going to be exactly for the University of Washington to come into a Big Ten meeting. Or oh. for Oklahoma to walk into an SEC meeting, yeah, right? absolutely. It gives me great content. Or or Stanford or Cal somehow be in the ACC, which is a <laughs> completely strange one. Or SMU to have bought their way in. Isn't that weird? Even hearing you say that, it's just the weirdest matchups. Yes. Cal- the UCLA thing in Washington is going to be weird. Like seeing those West Coast teams play Big Ten teams. Going to be completely uh, awkward. It's um, going to be very awkward. Okay. Do you have have you released a video for this week? Not yet. Well, I did fan videos, so I did. I do an NFC and AFC fan video, so I have the fans send them in, and put, I put it into a meeting, so like we're all in this meeting, um, and then I'm going to do a recap video after Super Bowl, a recap meeting video after Super Bowl. Are you at all concerned? Because when we first started having you on, it was the first year it took off, and, and we you can go back and search. You told the backstory. It started during COVID, yep. right? And yep. your ability to do it. Um, and now it's kind of blown up beyond anybody's comprehension. <laughs> Any concerns about being typecast? Like, like, like 10 years from now, you'd be like, oh, 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 why don't you just do the update thing that you've yeah, always done? Yeah. You're like, I, I want to do other stuff. Like, nah, you're good at that. Yeah. That is the, the hardest thing is trying to figure out what to do next. Because like podcast, show, you know, I, I want, to, I want it to, to do well still and the videos do so well that... Yeah, what if I just do the videos for the rest of my life? What if I'm 70, year old, 70's year, 70 years old and I have like the NFL shirt on, it's all raggedy and ripped, and I'm still doing the videos? Might just, it might just be my life. I don't think TikTok will be 
There'll be something else by then. That, have you seen the virtual reality thing people are walking around with? That headset thing? Yes. That's creepy. See, I think the, I think the people though that are at like the Celtics game doing it, I think those are plants. That's they have to be. But but people are saying it's it's a new way to watch the game because you you know how people like listen yes. to the yeah. you can watch the actual game and still see the game in front of you. It is the weirdest thing. Like it's it's cl- it's so clear too. It feels like it's it's like 3D, but you can still see people walking around. Yeah, I, it's creepy. I, it, we're getting closer and closer. It's, have you seen the movie Up? Yeah. Remember yeah. when everybody was just they're all sit they're all like in the spaceship yes. and they're all fat because they're all just sitting watching yeah. the stream yeah. drinking sodas it's all Wally. day. Wally, that was Wally. Wally. Yeah. Oh, was it Wally? Yeah. That no, was not up. That was Wally. Same, same Disney. Wally. Yeah, with Pixar. Wally. Pixar. Yeah. 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 We're getting. We're literally getting to that point. I told you. Yes, absolutely. AI and virtual reality. You could be AI right I'm now. I don't AI. even know. You didn't even know this. Like I. I I'm actually they in the hotel room chilling. Very real. It does. Very I don't real. know why anybody would dress like me or look like that's, me. That's what gave it away. That's actually <laughs> what, what did give away. She's Annie Agar. Please follow her on social media. And make sure if you have a fan question or fan video, uh, feel free to send it to her. I know she's recorded most of them, but you'll all get to all I'll of them. I'll take them. I'll You're take the best. Them. Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks so much, Dad. And now, it's your annoying. <laughs> All right, Jason Stewart, what's been annoying? Let's, let's do uh, people in Vegas that annoy the shit out of you. Well, um, the one I encountered the other day, and it's specific to this city, because I think there are so many attractions that it just draws in this kind of a driver. Rideshare drivers or taxi drivers that are overly talkative. Um, they, and they don't, take, they don't take social cues. You know, like one-word answers or no-word answers, they should be like, Okay, he doesn't want to talk. This is a passenger that doesn't want to talk. Some passengers want to talk with me and others don't. It's just it's the taxi drivers that go through the stop sign and they just keep talking to you. Doug, I know that bothers you. You're not you're not involved in having a conversation with taxi drivers. No. Uh what do you mean bothered? Uh no, I mean I I the whole like I, it took me an hour to get an Uber driver guy yesterday. He was terrible. Just terrible like didn't know where he's supposed to pick me up didn't know where he's supposed to drop me off i'm going to tell you the 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 thing that's the most frustrating in this deal uh i was over at the fountain blue okay the fountain blue is where it's a brand new hotel they broke ground for that thing in 2007 it's changed hands like six seven times right it's been because 2007 then they had the collapse the economic collapse uh, then it sat, you know, like half built for a long time. And then, you know, you've had all sorts of different sorts. Then you had COVID when it was supposed to be finished. That screwed it all up. Fountain Blue is beautiful. It's very different than, you know, no one smoked in it. No one's no smoking. But like other hotels are non-smoking, but they used to allow smoking. So you still have the residue smoke. So it's beautiful. It's clean. It's whatever. When I tell you no one there knows what the fuck they're doing, I'm telling you no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Like literally. Hey, I'm trying to find Dan Patrick's set. It's out by the pool. Yeah, I don't know where the pool is. What do you mean, know where the pool is? Like, these are not hard questions. Hey, I, I'm supposed to meet so-and-so at the Collins for a, for a drink. I don't know where that is. Like, literally, no one knows where they're supposed to be. So I understand. Like, I'm an understanding, empathetic person that in the Super Bowl, you're hiring people from out of the market or people that don't usually work in, right, to come and work, like, in the streets or here at the convention center, extra security. Like, I, I get that. I I can't, you can't be a douche and, and expect things of people that don't know. But when you actually work for a hotel, and it's a brand new hotel, you might want to know where like the restroom is. 
All right, Jay Stu, um, I have something I think I, I found the most annoying people um, in my in my space over the last week. Yep. You ready for it? Okay, yep. there are places that are designed for you to walk, and there are places designed for you to stop walking, and those places are not one and the same. And it happens a lot in an airport. And I understand sometimes you get your kids running around and you get your bags or whatever. But when you stop to go like, what gate is it? Let me stop. And, and you're in an area that's a high traffic yeah, yeah, walk area, yeah. right? It's annoying. Well, the same thing happens on a casino floor or walking through a casino where like there's a path that you're supposed to walk through. And there's a general kind of like, pace by which everybody walks at the same pace. And then if you're going to stop and do your own thing, stop and do your own thing. People that stop in the middle of areas where you're supposed to be walking, you're fucking annoying. Good one, right? They're often distracted by their phone. Yes. Phone and then or somebody touches them and they're looking for something or they're lost. Right? Like, I understand um, where by design, right? By design... Um, things can be confusing, right? Casinos especially are really confusing where you're not supposed to to know what time it is. You're not supposed to know anything. You're not supposed to escape, right? I I get it. But again, if you're looking for somebody, you're like, I don't know where you are, where I am, especially just simply move yourself three strides out of the general walking area. The great thing about casinos is there are tons of places that you can just pop a squat and sit down, like in front of a, uh, in, in front of, uh, a slot machine. Which, by the way, why do we call them slot machines when they're not, you're not pointing a coin in the slot anymore? And when did we get to the place where all of these slot machines or whatever the, what are the machines actually called, are... Un- they have unbelievable video technology. Like, how do we not have that at our house? And I'm talking about, like, you know, you're sitting there, and it's like a curved screen, and it's all digital and beautiful, and it looks like it's in 4K. Like, Jesus, how do we not have that stuff yet? But anyway, the people that are most annoying are the ones that stand in the way of those of us who are trying to transition from place A to place B. Those are, those are annoying people. Yes, Sam, you got an annoying person? Well, it's uh, sort of in the same vein as your uh, the casino walkers not knowing where they're going. They're walking aimlessly. Uh, I am annoyed by what I call mall pace, which is like people who I'm a brisk walker. I'm a fast walker. Even if I'm at like a mall, I walk at a certain pace and it's faster than the mall pace. So people are I got to like get around them. I got to get around them. You know, like walk. I walk like I'm in an airport. Like I'm, I got somewhere to be. I don't know. The mall pace is just too slow for me. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a general pace by which you have to keep it. Now, look, if your if your if your stride is one and a half times, you're you know you're you're doing double time. Like you got to understand, you're gonna have to weave in and out of people. I know, right? You're gonna have to weave in and out of people. I just, well, I got one. Yeah, I, I got one. So at a concert last night, this is a question I have to you, Jace, too. So we're at a question. We're at a concert last night, and you know, like look, like I told you, there's some there's some YouTube song YouTube songs that were just eh, they're mid, as the kids like to say. And we're talking, not like loudly talking. There's a guy in front of us who uh, was felt like he was the biggest U2 fan of all time. 
and was doing the you're talking too much thing with his hand, like like almost like his hand was Miss Pac-Man chomping on those little things to Miss Pac-Man? Are you saying to, to song lyrics? No, like he thought we were talking too much and somehow distracting oh, him okay. from his so concert. To to the music and you are talking too much. Yes, okay. but I, I don't think, one, that I was talking that loud, or two, it carries that much, and three, mind your fucking business. Am I wrong there? I get that there's a level of, of decorum and a way in which you're supposed to discuss things. But I feel like this is my concert. Like, look, dude, I get it. You paid a lot of money. You should be able to enjoy the show. You can. But he's also the guy who was trying to get everybody to stand up and, and, and wave their hands in the air like they just don't care. I don't know. I, I felt like in his effort to protect his own uh, concert viewing, he ruined our ability to just hang out. It's not a, and you know, it's not a, it's not a movie. You're not at the movie theater. I mean, it's a loud in there already. Like you can, you can have a little conversation. Correct. It was loud in there anyway. The sound is amazing. I just felt like, and by the way, if you're the world's biggest YouTube fan, you shouldn't be seeing them on a Wednesday. They've been they've been here for a long time, and they're going to be here for a long time. Okay, sir. The bet is to you. It's time for the pick of the day. Tide pick of the day here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's going to come to you from the Pac-12. Um, Utah has lost two of their last three games. They lost on the road to Washington State, lost to Washington on the road as well. Um, they lost to Stanford on the road. They've lost to Arizona, Arizona State on the road. They have been a horrendous road team. But you know what they've also been? They've been a pretty good home team. Pretty good home team. And they're taking on Arizona, who th- this is the hardest trip uh, in the Pac-12, which is the Mountain Time Zone trip, uh, in that you have to play two games in altitude against two pretty good teams. Colorado, the better team, better of the two. Arizona's won three in a row, granted against the bottom of the league, um, with Cal and Stanford the last two games. Lost to Oregon State, that one's inexplicable. Haven't been a good road team. So with that in mind, I like Utah on the money line tonight. Five-and-a-half-point dog at home. I don't think they're as talented as Arizona. I don't think they're as good as Arizona, but at home, it's the magic elixir. I'm going to take Utah with five and a half points to beat Arizona tonight. All right, that's it for the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus podcast. Make sure you check out the radio show, which follows this on a podcast or daily, 3 to 5 Eastern time. I'm Doug Gottlieb. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.